Welcome back to That Shady Buffalo Podcast, a podcast about unimportant things that for some reason are important to us. I am your host, David Cole, and this week we are talking about The Legend of Zelda, The Tears of the Kingdom. It is finally here. We've only been waiting for like six years. Um, Basically, as soon as Breath of the Wild came out, we were waiting for the next game almost immediately. So we are, before we get too far into this, if you are listening to this and you're like, oh, I haven't played the game yet, we're going to try to avoid anything. Well, we are going to avoid any sto- any spo- spoilers for the, from the story. So anything that you might be worried about from the story, we're not going to spoil. Um, and we are going to talk about what we've seen in the trailers and what how that plays out into the actual gameplay. Um, and I'll, I'll try to give any minor like spoiler warnings for things that just like if you're incredibly spoiler reverse, you might want to avoid. Um, but... We're going to talk about our opening feelings from the game. It's only been out for, what, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So four days as of recording of this. And this episode is going to come out next Monday. So it'll be under two weeks um, since release by the time you're hearing this. But for us, just a few days. So um, even though it's only been a few days, some of us have already crossed over um, well over the number of hours in in four days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <It'll play. laughs> so I don't know how it's possible. Um, so let's go ahead and get into our thoughts. I'll, I'll introduce my uh, my guests here. Carson, go ahead and just give us like your opening a couple minutes, like opening thoughts. You've played more than me and Christian, but not as much as as, as Lincoln. So go ahead and give me what 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 do you think about this game so far? So my initial thought, I'll, I guess I'll start with like the great the great Sky Island the the tutorial area. I liked. That they kind of mirrored what you do in Breath of the Wild. You kind of have uh, this starting tutorial area. Um, I d- I wouldn't say I like it as much as the Great Plateau, um, but the fact that they stuck with that formula I thought was really smart. And even though you aren't just dropped in this vast like area where you can go do anything because it's a little bit more linear, it's this kind of like an obvious path. That first you go here, then you go here, then you go here. That's contrasted with this much more expansive world that you can see is around you and you're trying to just like get done with this tutorial area as much as possible because like in the the great plateau you're like okay i have this big area that i need to search every nook and cranny of whereas you you're on this island you pop out of your little shrine of resurrection equivalent and you just like you see the ground Below, below you you see this all these other islands beside you and you want to just get done with it as fast as you can um so i like the like how it compares um to the tutorial area in breath of the wild while also kind of mixing it up a little bit yeah um okay awesome so we're gonna keep rolling and uh also joining me and carson we have christian what about your opening thoughts christian you're about where i'm at both of us have played somewhere between eight and eight and 11 hours of gameplay. Uh, So what are your opening thoughts? Just about as I've had just enough time to play through the portion of the game that Carson's talked about, Um, you know, starting on the great sky Island, my first impressions of the game were one, just how smooth it runs. And I'm usually not the type that would, that's going to get into that kind of thing, but just the fluidity of the motion, the fluidity of the combat in this game, somehow they've improved it over the already phenomenal mechanics of the Breath of the Wild. And I had the same reaction. It wasn't the same you know, intro shot like you got with Breath of the Wild where you 
come out and then the whole world expands in front of you because everyone's already seen it who's playing this game so now they were like well how can we one up that let's give you a hundred thousand foot view literally so um you know getting to see that and thinking man this game is big and then going into now tears of the kingdom and what was once just like this daunting map now all of a sudden breath of the wild doesn't seem as expansive (laughs) and as vast as what it used to because they've added so much to it one of the other big things and i don't know if i'm getting ahead of things a little bit you can stop me if you want to um but was the way with some of the new gimmicks in the game and some of the new tools and the new abilities how fluidly you can flow from one ability into the next whereas Mm -hmm. in breath or in breath of the wild it was kind of like you go here you use magnesis or you use cryonis and now it's they've you know you have all of them and you can use them in sequence and shuffle through them very very quickly and like pair them together so that they um you know act as a unit as opposed to just one individual toy. yeah they definitely feel more connected uh but we'll get into more about that in a, in a minute was, was that a pun david sure they're more merged <laughs> connected anyways the fourth member of our i'm just gonna like let that like just like fall flat um <laughs> for the fourth musketeer joining us there we have lincoln uh joining us and i don't I don't know if i know anyone that's like as big of a breath of the wild fan that like lincoln's one of the number one or number two Breath of the wild fans while also ironically enough not having as much of a background in Zelda, which you have since yeah. then come back and played a bunch more but in the moment that was was that, mm. was that, was that your first Zelda game yeah, it was my first yeah. one. And, so, uh, since you I mean, played, I, since if that's not a baptism a few, right? by fire, I don't know what is. <laughs> but since then, you yeah. played a few. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. just I, but. I still think I probably have the least of the four of us. Maybe I've done about like half of Ocarina and like most of Link's Awakening. Yeah. And then a couple like here or there with some of the other ones, but, but yeah, I mean, I this game. the Wild was yeah. So, Breath of the Wild was like one of the first times that I like played a game in like my quote unquote adult life, I was like <laughs> 19 when it came out yeah. and was just like, Oh wow. Like this is genuinely like, it, it was one of those ones where I was like, okay, this is like one of my favorites. Like I, mm. I knew it pretty much immediately. Yeah. And I still think it was and is, but I mean, I really do as I've been playing it, it I just keep coming back to the thought of like, there's aspects of Tears of the Kingdom that really does make Breath of the Wild feel like a first draft or a tech demo or whatever you want to say. And not to disrespect Breath of the Wild, but even like, as we've talked about some of the new tools, a lot of them do feel kind of like they took the tool set they gave you in the first game and then kind of just leveled it up, gave it to you, and then gave you a bunch more. Like Master Hand really does basically allow you to do anything you could do in Breath of the Wild, you can do in this almost for sure. And then a ton more. Yeah. So, I mean, even like Magnesis being its own thing when Master Hand is like, all right, it's that, but you can lift literally anything. Yeah. And just li- anything like that. Like, and, and f- obviously, like attaching items to each other. There, there's so many ways for puzzles. Even like the, I was reading an interview with the director where he talked about that, like, cheating is fun sometimes. So, we wanted <laughs> to make the game basically where, like, you can cheat. That's like basically what he said. And I, I thought that's such a great like kind of mantra for this game is they they really do give you a shocking level of control yeah i 
which is funny because we all felt the same way on Breath of the Wild. It's so funny how, in some ways, this game makes Breath of the Wild seem like you said, like not quite what they wanted to do. Well, but but like when it when it came out, and it, even still, it's you can't say it's not an incredible game. Even yeah. as someone like myself who noticeably had some issues with the game, it's like okay, but it's still an incredible game. Even if you're a yeah. Zelda purist and you're like, well, we don't have traditional dungeons, they don't have traditional items, and they don't have you know whatever. It's like okay, but like it's still an incredible game. <laughs> so yeah, um, the fact I, that this game is like I, just coming in like on top of it in so many ways. Yeah. In, in, in it, a natural it, progressive way it's crazy it, it it feels like they looked at a list of the like five to ten most common complaints and were like it, it again not in a way that feels forced it doesn't feel like they were oh. letting fans make the game obviously but no. it feels as if they were it's almost as if they knew internally those were issues and that they just almost couldn't do better at the time based on restraints whether it be with the hardware because obviously it was a cross-gen game yeah, yeah and then also the timing of i mean they had to get it out for the switch launch i don't know exactly how much that impacted things it felt like this game was given the runway that it needed which was really good yeah so i think it, one... a natural place to kind of move in is we're kind of like getting close to talking about some of these new gadgets and tools so let's just go ahead and like start talking about the new abilities so you don't have the same abilities you had before where you could uh, stop um, like you can stop objects in like time. You could um, create like blocks of ice, which is I always thought was really random. But also like if you know Zelda, like creating blocks of ice or sand or something is not like uncommon. It's not on her, but it was like weird. Um, those two were the main two, with obviously the bomb mechanic, and you had uh, square bombs and round bombs. Am I missing anything from Breath of the Wild? Is it just those four? Magnesis. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the magnet. Yeah, the magnet, you can actually yeah. like pull things. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Okay, so then now in this game, you got the building thing, which is called Ultra Hand, right? We can build, uh, you can put things together. And then you have the one that reverses it in time. And I'm, I'm going to get all the names wrong because I'm still so like new to recall it. Recall is the name of that one. Yeah, re recall yeah. or recall. And then you have the one where you can go ascend, where you can shoot up through like the bottom of a cave or. To a, a mm -hmm. uh, if you have a um like a platform above you over your head, you can go up through it. Um, and then what else am I missing? Fuse. fuse, 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 where you can take uh, an object and put it onto a weapon or a shield. Um, and you really just about anything you can put on there, even things that will like literally kill you if you use them, you can do that. Uh, so <laughs> which is really, on barrel which, shield, baby, which is really fun. So uh, let's go like back through the order backwards that we just went through. And talk about like mm -hmm. your thoughts on the tools and then like any like you had like a really fun or funny moment with the new tools so far uh that, that you've played in these early stages of the game go ahead and just like mention that as well glenn can go ahead and go we'll, we'll head back to you yeah so similarly like i was talking about with the uh answering complaints i feel like fuse is such a good way of addressing the weapon degradation yeah without going because i mean I, I really do think that was a choice that they made that i it was bold and i do get people having issues with it i liked it for the most part but i do think this is a great answer to it where the weapons still degrade you're still going to be forced to kind of be scrambling you're going to be forced to find a bunch of new weapons you're going to use a bunch of weapons but you can make them more powerful you can mm. add new abilities to them you can i mean even just like it's it's a little thing but just like adding a flamethrower to a shield is just like so, so fun. fun like it's so, so cool fun. like 
And then even like uh, the way that they have done it where simple vocabulums, which I would avoid a lot of the time if I had a good weapon. So I was like, well, I don't want to break this weapon. Now, when you kill one, they drop a horn, which then you can put on a not good weapon, basically. And now you do have a good weapon. So I really do feel that they've encouraged combat in a way while also addressing the weapon weapon degradation, which is like a A plus of game design. Just yeah, in that I, one mechanic. I'll say early on, that wasn't as as apparent as it is becoming to me now. So like in the mm-hmm. um, Sky Island, you can start doing Fuse a little bit, but I still felt like it was like mm-hmm. still pretty weak weapons and still m- pretty much broke mm-hmm. pretty quickly. And then the first few things you find as you land onto the main area of Hyrule, I was still feeling the same way. So I was kind of like, I'm not sure this actually really addresses the issue, but like where I'm at now, mm-hmm. and you start finding... A little, just a little bit like the next bump up in weapons and you if you do fuse us with monster um like parts it really does like start to address the the issue there which really in Breath of the wild it never gets better other than the fact that it's just like there are better weapons and they generally last longer but not always and so if that bothers you it's gonna bother you the whole time pretty much whereas yeah. I think in this game if it bothers you be patient and it will be okay by the time you get really into the main part of the game um uh, christian any other thoughts about like the other tools that that we've you, you started to head that way when you were talking mm-hmm. so yeah so i kind of have said most of my piece about the new the new tools and abilities you get obviously using ultra hand to build things that's going absolutely fun. nuts <laughs> some of the things that people have already used to cheat and or just be dumb in the game, the uh, just be dumb. Yes, the, 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 the Korok abuse. Someone needs to get get a handle on yeah. that. But uh, <laughs> we need to have, those have poor little guys. He didn't Every, everyone's him. getting retribution for the last game for what a uh, what a burnout that was. But mm-hmm. um, there's that. And honestly, the one that I've seen a seen a few different things and tried that people that haven't that I haven't you know attempted and seen as commonly are the funny ways that you can use ascend um like are you gonna go where you I can, well you can like ascend through a talus that's what i just did today for the first yeah. time i didn't like the, the like, they, they were teased in the trailer like the forts and it's like yeah. oh the first time like i have four hearts and there's this basically the legend of zelda equivalent of an atat attacking me now <laughs> yes <laughs> and um how am i gonna attack this thing and then you can just ascend th- through a monster and it makes it so much easier oh, yeah. um so little things like that that are like the second or third time you encounter one and it ma- makes it just so much more fun a little bit more interesting um and i'm kind of excited to see how they implement that late game especially yeah. with the whole there being sky islands that you get to explore and things like that um I think yeah. that's going to be something that's interesting. So those are the big ones that I'm excited about right now. Yeah. Carson? Yeah, so for me, there's like two huge areas of gameplay that these abilities affect. Um, obviously, like you have combat, but the two that stood out for me is just kind of like how you go about exploring the map. And I, we can go get into like the device, the Zonai devices that allow you to like make yeah. uh, vehicles basically. And I, that's not even what I mean. I just mean like, you have logs or you have pieces of wood and what can you imagine to help solve these traversal puzzles and how you're walking across the map basically yeah um and it's so it's like you see they put little things in your path that try to like that 
serve as obstacles. And sometimes those are really high uh, mountains and then you can get stamina to climb those, or you might be able to just build a super tall bridge yeah. uh, across like a gap or whatever. And so it's like the fact that you have access to that ability uh, to ultra hand to be able to just kind of make whatever it, it makes the gameplay and explore exploration even more open-ended yeah. Um, in an already very open-ended game, it does it even more so to the point where it like it makes me almost like worried to try to go back to Breath of the Wild ever again. Like <laughs> I feel like this game might render that game almost wow. I wouldn't say unplayable, but either just frustrating obsolete. or like the, like yeah, obsolete. Like you almost wouldn't have a reason yeah. to go back in in the greatest way. Um, and so and yeah. so one of one of the ways is exploration, but the other one that I honestly think I like more is the impact that it has on uh the shrines and on actual puzzles in the game and i don't and then um because like when you start to do those like you can you can play and combine them and just for example one strategy that i've used several times is to use ultra hands to just move an object and then after i will move ultra hands uh or move an item with ultra hand then i'll just use recall and then just make it do what i just made it do it's yeah. so like i'll lift something up super as high up in the air as i can get it and then i'll drop it and then i'll hop on and then use recall or do that to whatever extent mm-hmm. um and the the fun little like ways of cheesing puzzles is so much fun and that's like that's kind of i think the summary of what i'm uh, of like one of the things i love the most because like even like for any puzzles of any kind like i feel like i can like or like a riddle for example like you might come up with a solution but it's like oh that works that fits the the riddle but that's not the answer to the riddle that i'm looking for and it's like well i came up with an answer and it works so why why isn't it right and that's like that's very much me and so i feel like this game addresses that and it's like if it works you did it correctly yeah And, and i and this game gives you the tools to do that and breath of the wild definitely started that which we were all aware of that but I do think like what you were kind of hinting at and saying is that because of these mechanics and the tools, it is almost more fluid and there are actually even more options, I think, to how to like cheat, quote unquote, cheat the puzzles. Because like like what you're saying, Carson, you can go really like um, like that, that, that solution you just outlined is a little more creative. Today I did something that was the opposite. It was like the most obvious thing that I was like, why isn't this what everyone does? So like there was a shrine where you had to take a big sphere and tr- like, take it through different like puzzles, right? The last one is this really long like water, uh, like water space, like a pond, I guess. And there was like wooden thing barricades blocking it, so you had to go to the left, to the, to the middle, or to the right. But it was a straight shot, and they give you all these tools that clearly they want you to make a big boat. And I was like, there's like ten planks here. What if I just attach them all and make a giant bridge? And it reached. I just walked across, like I just straight walked in a straight line, and that's not yeah. what they want you to. I mean, that's, when I, I mean, when I say what what they want you to do, that's not like the fun thing to do. But I was like, my switch is dying. I need to do. I need to finish that. <laughs> I need to finish this shrine. So I'm doing it this way. I had I had one like that um, yesterday, and they gave you just enough fans. They're like, okay, yeah, they want you to make a fan boat and get yeah. across the water, and there's all this stuff in the way, or you could like put them on the bottom on bottom and basically make like a drone and just hop on top of it and yeah. put one on the back and one on the bottom and it lifts and will shoot you across. Shoot you across. Just... 
little yeah. stuff like that. It, I will it say it's so much more fluid than Breath of the Wild. I mean, Breath of the Wild was, was was it was revolutionary for a Zelda game. I'm not sure if it was revol- I'm not sure in this area of the game it was revolutionary for gaming, but I think that this game maybe might be. Mm-hmm. I will say, Carson, to your point about the exploration in this game, which is kind of the second big point to both games. I really miss the champion's abilities right about now. And I'm kind of getting to the point where like, oh, you know, I don't need the, was it Rivali's Gale to like get up on mountains and that kind of stuff because I can just swim through them or build a plane and fly over them instead. So it's like learning how, even though they're different, there's a little bit of a different learning curve. You don't really need them anymore. Um, I think one more big area we haven't talked about yet is the story. Now, we're in different places, and I don't want to spoil it really for anybody. So what I what we will talk about is um, just our feelings on the story and not, like, specifics. Because even the opening of the game, uh, even though it's, like, almost entirely in the trailers, it is shown in the trailers in a way that basically hides, uh, like, what's going to actually be happening um the point where i was like oh okay and it makes sense i was like shocked by what was happening in the, in the beginning of the story but it was um very effective so I'll, I'll just say if you're a fan of zelda games i think you'll find the story very satisfying now again i'm only like 10 hours in so i'm not even anywhere near um the end i haven't even gone to like the first real big main mission so you know how most Zelda games you have your tutorial then you have like your setup and then you go to like a different village like the Rito village or the Zora's domain or you know you could go to a different place so like in Ocarina of Time it'd be like when you leave Kakariko Villa or no Kakori Forest um and like go to like uh um the the Dongo's Cavern like you know you go to the Goron City like I haven't gotten to that part of this game uh so I'm very early on but the story is really compelling um, I think maybe even more so than Breath of the Wild, which, which had a great story. I'm not trying to knock that story, but I think it's even a step up from that story. Um, but what about you guys' thoughts just on the story? So, and you can like use the information that you have in whatever spot you're at to inform your opinion, but just don't give any spoilers. Uh, Carson, go ahead and start us off. So, in from a lot of the Zelda games that I've played, this one, at least early on, is a lot more lore heavy, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think really the only game in terms of lore, because so many Legend of Zelda games, it's just like there's a legend of a dark power that rises, and then there's always a hero with a sword in this green tunic, and you see like the little like hieroglyph like images things, uh, and like I think Breath of the Wild even did that. Wind Waker does it. Like so many games do that, but this game you get like a whole lot of the context and a lot of history about Hyrule that we yeah. haven't necessarily got before, or at least, well, at least with this or, Hyrule. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and we kind of see it in a different way, but it's a little bit more detailed and understandable. Um, and so, and it borrows some elements of Skyward Sword in terms of some timeline stuff, which is really cool to see. Um, so it's fun to see things like that come back into play. Um, and then they also are using a lot more of voice acting, which I actually like quite a yeah. bit in this game. Um, I, I feel like there were some mixed reviews on it, if I'm not mistaken, in Breath of the Wild. Um, and then, so that's something that I really like. And then just the general overall way that they that they tell you and kind of give you some of that background context and information for this game. Um, it's similar to how you get it in Breath of the Wild, but it's just a lot more compelling. 
I guess yeah. is what I would say without yeah. spoiling. <laughs> sure. Uh, Christian. I'll say the one of the biggest drawbacks in the Breath of the Wild was that the ending, while you worked for it and felt good, was it felt a little bit anticlimactic. Um, it was kind of like you you know, you skipped some steps in between and left you wanting something something more. And this game, right off the bat, even though I haven't got nearly the, the hours in it to see the big picture of the story, already feels like it's going to scratch that itch for me. Um, you know, I have been digging into lore videos of this since the like for as long as I've been into the Zelda games. Yeah. Um, and this one is like Carson said, super heavy in some of the deep cut lore that connects to the Ocarina of Time or connects to Skyward Sword or it connects to um, you know, Link Between Worlds or any of the other games. And um, having that brought back makes this game feel like it is a more, I don't want to say more honest, but a more accurate sampling of everything that is in The Legend of Zelda games in the entire franchise, the entire story. Um, you know, you can get in as, get in as deep into it as you would like to or would not like to. And I think that's a great part about this game. So for the you know, deep cut lore nerds like me, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, like oh, sorry. Go ahead. So that's just, you know, a, a big thing that was missing the, you know, in the, in the, the, uh, the trailer alone and in the, um, open, the opening very, very much just set, set the tone for me and already scratches that itch for me. Yeah. Um, Lincoln, go ahead. Yeah. So I do think, uh, similar to a lot of the stuff about this game, like the music's one thing that obviously it's great. I think it's like 10 out of 10, but it's like, it's like a Star Wars movie where it's like standing on the shoulders of what came before. It's and tough, there is some yeah. great new music, but I think the story is doing something similar where Breath of the Wild, it was so open that the story did. And like, I'm not a huge, like traditional narrative person in my games. Like there's games like The Last of Us that I have played a little bit of, don't love. Most of my favorite games are like Breath of the Wild or Elden Ring or Mario Odyssey, which like there's a story, but it's that's not like the thrust, basically. But mm -hmm. I do think this game has a much bigger narrative thrust. I think without again, without spoiling anything, I think there's a bit more mystery at the center of it, which helps. I do. I do think that helps kind of make it feel a little bit more propulsive uh, without getting into really much of anything else. Like I do think that some of the side quests have been more expanded. I think there is more story in this game outside of the main story, which is really cool. Like that's something that I never want to say Breath of the Wild felt empty, but there were things about side quests that they were either very big or expansive or like very small. Yeah. And I do think that there's a bit more mid ground in this, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. Even though I'm not, I'm pretty early on and I still have seen some of that um in, in terms of the, the side quests i've been just like bogged down in side quests and doing fun stuff like around <laughs> like i've only been to like two towers and i've probably got done 11 or 12 sh shrines outside of the first four mm -hmm. um because i've just been doing that instead of going instead of the main story yeah that's so much fun um and so we're really mm -hmm. just barely scratching the surface here in this game 
Um, I would love to maybe in a month or so have everybody come back and kind of give our like in game thoughts once we've all beaten the game real thoroughly and, and gotten through, um, you know, be, be able to see what, everything it has to offer and give also give full spoiler thoughts. Um, but for now, I just wanted to kind of jump in because we're all very excited. So I wanted to get an episode in just talking about the game, first of all, with you guys, but also um, trying to create a, a conversation with anybody else that's played the game. So if you've played the game um, and, you know, feel free to reach out and, you know, let me know what you think. But uh, I want to, before we head out of here, really quickly thank Carson, Christian, and Lincoln for joining me. Um, hopefully we'll, uh, I mean, I know we're, we're going to be talking off air probably every day for the next month or two, <laughs> just, just, just this game. Uh, but hopefully we can get y'all back on again after we are finished to really go, really go in lo- longer than a half hour or so, but, um, we were able to make our time. So, Hey, that's, it happens every once in a while. I don't know how that happens. So we- that's a first for me. First for me. <laughs> Hey David, while we, while we have Lincoln, do you want to finish the MCU tier list? Yeah, we need to do Phase Four. So let's just do Phase Four real quick. They're all bad. You have, you have a spare no, all two, two. two and a half hours. No Way Home and Guardians Three. Everything else is bad. I actually, I don't know. Whatever. That's a whole other conversation. All right. Yeah. So if you've uh, if you have made it this far and you are playing Tears of the Kingdom, let me know what you think. I'm really excited about the game. Having a lot of fun with it so far. So. Um, and beyond that, look forward to episodes, episode, hopefully singular, coming maybe in a month or two over the full game. And with that, guys, we'll see you next week.